0: This is the Earth Sky Woman podcast with your host Tammy Brunk. Happy new moon in Capricorn with Pluto and a happy new year. Wow. And it is opening up to be quite dynamic, is it not? (laughs) So I'm glad to be here with you. I'm glad to be um, holding space with you in this moment. I want to just um, acknowledge that there is so much so much distortion in the field right now, and it's absolutely essential to be um, doing what whatever we can to drop into stillness, to take time to just be quiet, to take time to just deepen into our breath, to take time to. Um, step away from the screens to if at all possible um, to take time to connect to our hearts and to connect to our bodies to connect to the breath and when we do what we're going to recognize is that there is tremendous there is this wealth of this very deep stillness there is the a very rich undercurrent of of peace. This is going to sound strange, but when you stop, when you stop doing, and when you really drop into the moment, what you will discover is there is a more palpable experience of of peace underlying all of the events that we see swirling around us right now. And it's that current of peace, and of um, it's almost it's like a softness. It, it it's strong though. It's a strong pulse that can hold us. It's really essential for us to be in, in presence right now, to really drop into our full presence. So I say that, um, and I, I'm going to talk a little bit about this Capricorn New Moon with Pluto. So, you know, with this Capricorn New Moon, I've seen it as a gift in a sense because, <laughs> this may sound strange, Um you know, we've been in this larger Pluto uh, Pluto and Capricorn window since two thousand seven and, and Pluto's gonna stay in Capricorn until twenty twenty four. So that's a larger window where our our larger modern culture as we know it, um, and the institutions that we're familiar with of healthcare, politics, economics, our educational systems, you know, the 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 modern societal structures we're familiar with are undergoing a profound death and rebirth. We know this. But we also know that since 2017 that process has been really deepened and accelerated with the movement of Saturn and the South Node and then in 2020 the Jupiter into Capricorn as well. So now this it's just it's just Pluto all by itself, Pluto and Capricorn. And so this new moon in a sense is is kind of a, a taste of what it feels like to have pluto once again um, doing this kind of this under this having this undercurrent of this deep composting of culture after all these activations of jupiter saturn south node over the last couple of years and so it's a new moon so this isn't this is an opportunity for us to plant our intentions and that's not you know that's today that's tomorrow that's for the next couple of days to really, again, drop into stillness and plant our deeper intentions for what we want. What do we value when it comes to the way that the actual world around us functions? For example, you know, and you may have an area where you feel a tremendous amount of passion. It might be around healthcare. care. It might be around our educational systems. It might be around economics. It might be around politics. This is a time... Depending on where your passions lie, and that I'm just speaking to the external right now. But this is a time for us to really um, drop down into the areas where we may have some influence in in the now or in the coming years, and really ask, what is it you know that what is the intention that I would have? How would I wish? What what would I like to participate in? It's not just wishing. Um, building and constructing in these spheres of of what comprises the lived reality around us what is my place in that Um, how is it that i can be a contributor to um, to building a new way of being a human being with other human beings on planet earth a way that is regenerative a way that is life nourishing a way that is healing So it's an opportunity for us to do that. At a personal level, it's also an opportunity for us to ask ourselves, um, what is it that we have seen very clearly in the last number of years or perhaps most dramatically in the last year? What What is working, what is not working for us in those realms of how we use our time, our energy, our money, our resources, um, how masterful are we at taking charge of what we actually have some control over? And so again, how do we manage our time? How do we manage our vital life force energy? How do we manage our money? How do we manage um, these things? Do we? And a lot of what this boils down to is the question of: Do I claim full authority? for what is mine, for what I am responsible for, for what only I can fully um, Be res- take take full um, ownership of, in a sense. And so that, you know, today, this is something I was thinking a lot about. Uh, there's a woman at S.E. Wildcat, and I interviewed her, and I, I still am needing to release that interview, but she inspires me very much, and she is she's a Tantrika? she is a um she is a isis priestess of isis and she is also beginning this this process called the human brigade and she's just the reason i love her is because she speaks to the complexities of race of being a human being and of the need for us to simultaneously really honor um what you know where we're at without rose colored glasses in terms of what's happening with regards to race and all these other issues but at the same time how is it we can uh, we can heal together we can come together and heal our separation from a somatic perspective and one of the things she will say that I really appreciate is that you know we're all responsible each one of us are responsible for the quality of our energy and you know, I just, um, I've just been really meditating on that today. What if I'm responsible for the quality of my energy? It's not a new idea. But in a sense, this is, this is a concept that lands very personal and at home. When we are in a Capricorn new moon with so much of this wild Aquarius and Uranian energy at play. So how is it, what would I need to do in my life to moment to moment to take more responsibility for my um my energy and how how I how I express that but most importantly just my state of being how is it that I can be that I can claim more of that and not put that on anybody else so that's just kind of a a question and a challenge and it's gonna look different for each of us day to day but I think right now is a time to look and say, where am I giving my authority? Where am I giving my power to others outside of me, to, um, to the media maybe, to... You know, there, there are all different ways we can give our power away. And often we're trained um, and we're habituated to doing that uh, in this culture very much. And it may be very uncomfortable, in fact, to claim our own authority. Because the reality is when we claim our own power and we claim our own authority... And we step into our lives in that way. Then suddenly, we can no longer pretend that we can do everything perfectly because we can't. There is no perfect. Um, once we actually begin to take responsibility for our own energy and our own personal power and what it is that's in our domain, then we we begin to understand that. Um, Well, one of the places, one of the things we might begin to understand is that, that it's, this is going to sound strange. It feels a lot better to be embodied than it feels to be disembodied. I think that's kind of what it boils down to. If we are returning again and again and again to asking the question, these are a couple of questions that I've really been appreciating. You know, if I'm having a challenge, if I'm struggling with something, um, and I keep going into a place of anxiety around it, then then the question to ask is, what do I really want here, or what do I value, um, what do I want? And it's not a radical question, but that's a way of shifting from feeling like a victim, and behaving as if my life experience is dependent on everyone and everything else around me, and instead saying, how can I be, how can I become a creator? And that is the energy we're really being invited and in fact kind of pushed into is to say, you know, the more that we kind of, if if we're trying to live on the sidelines and if we're not fully engaged, it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable right now. And as I say that, I know that this is just really, we're all, we're all in certain areas of our lives, we're all in that place of of not fully engaging because there there are difficulties, or there are challenges, or we're afraid to make decisions, or, you know, whatever that is, there are going to be these areas for all of us where we're on the sidelines. And right now, it's just that it's becoming untenable. You know, more and more, the energy that's coming up in these next two weeks and through the year, honestly, are so, um, so dynamic <laughs> um, and so compelling that we really... Uh, it, it's really that that fundamental choice, do I choose to face this directly and do I choose to do what I can do personally to claim my to take responsibility for what's mine or am I gonna wait until outer events force me to? And this is this is challenging. <laughs> this is a and I will say it because for me I am I can be one of the worst procrastinators. And um, I have had a tendency, this is one of the things I've had to look at that's quite difficult to look at, is that in my life, there's so many places where I have a tendency to wait until the last minute to deal with difficult things. So that may be true for you as well. Uh, but but the question here with this Capricorn new moon is, how can I take greater responsibility for my domain, uh, my personal sphere of influence, and that is beginning with the How do I, what will it take for me to, um, what would it look like in my life for me to take more responsibility for my own frequency or my own energy? Um, You know, we all have different life, life circumstances, but within your particular set of circumstances, what would that look like? And let that be a question that can really empower you because Pluto, new moon Capricorn is all about asking Where have I relinquished my power and how can I take it back? And when I say power, what I mean by that is sovereignty. I mean who I am as a creator. I mean recognizing that I actually have some say in what happens in this world. And it's interesting how often we can veer from one extreme to the other, either thinking we have no power at all or kind of believing we can do everything. And they're both kind of the same energy. So there's something about asking, what is my actual size right now in my life? Like, what are my circumstances? What is it, like being really grounded about that? And then from that place, asking, well, how can I moment by moment, day by day, starting with where I am now with this present moment, how can I operate from a place of greater presence and personal um, authority and, and personal empowerment? So those are some of the questions. Uh, because we really actually, most of us, we do have more agency often than what we might fully recognize. So, um, that's that's the first piece. I want to say also that in the next two weeks, we just have astrologically so much going on. Um, we have this, we have just had Venus this morning. Um, in a conjunction with the moon at the root chakra gate so this is the moment in the Inanna story anybody who follows me much knows that I part of my work is to guide groups of people with Caitlin Castell we guide people through the Venus cycle as an initiation through the 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 story of the goddess Inanna it's an initiatory story and and this is the point in the story, and we found it to be very literally true, where Venus as morning star is very quickly approaching that time where she will disappear into the beams of the sun. She's going to disappear around the time of February 13th. So if you've seen her in the morning sky, you're seeing that she's much closer to the horizon, not nearly as bright, because she's really at her furthest point now from us. Um, I'm sorry, she's she's at her closest now to um, entering into the beams of the sun and really at her, her, her furthest from us so um, she's she as the goddess which is as many cultures saw her nearing her entrance into the underworld and nearing her time of death and rebirth so when she's with the moon that's the activation of a particular chakra gate and it signifies a time in the inanna descent story where she's letting go of something That is, she's relinquishing, she's surrendering, she's letting go of something um, as she prepares to enter the underworld. And at this gate, which was activated this morning, it is the seventh gate where, in the story, she removes her royal robe. So at this point in the story, she began with her crown, with all of her adornments. Now she's taken off the robe. Now she's naked. Now she's. She is on hands and knees. She's preparing to enter the underworld. And when I say she, in a sense, I mean we. Because in this story, and every time Venus goes through this initiation, it's a collective journey. And we can feel that. You know, this very much also is the fe- feeling very much like New Moon and Capricorn with Pluto. It's, it's, in a sense, it's demanded of us that we surrender something that we surrender to the forces that are larger than ourselves, even as we um, we dedicate ourselves to taking responsibility for what is ours. And so there is a deeper transformational process at work. And part of what we can do in these moments, um, because with Pluto and these other larger forces, there are there are definitely elements that are not in our control. And this is a good thing. And so what we can do in these moments in our prayers is to really... Um, ask that we be made ready for the deepest transformation that we be made strengthened we may be made ready we be supported in surrendering whatever it is that we're needing to surrender so that we can be made new and this involves facing our fears this involves um, being willing again to stand in the fire of discomfort and to drop and to be steady and still enough to actually see what it is and feel what it is that wants to be dropped from our shoulders, that wants to be released. It's not a rational thing. It's something the soul knows. So this is the, the place where we find ourselves. And, and then we have these very dynamic energies at play. I keep saying dynamic, I know. Um, where over the course of the next two weeks we have mars rapidly approaching uh, uranus we also have right now we've got mars very close to an exact square with saturn Uh, we're going to have on this this uh, thursday uranus is going to station direct which means that then we will have all planets direct so the the energy which has already been moving very quickly forward is going to move even more quickly forward So the bigger, the bigger activations are that you have, we have, this is, this is one of the big um, energies of 2021 is Saturn squaring Uranus. That's happening three times. And, you know, what underlies all of this is um, it's rebellion. It's, it's revolution. It's revolutionary change. It's absolutely time. And so there's just so much that is shifting and changing so rapidly that for those of us who have some semblance of an anchoring place, we have some tools and abilities to really get grounded and drop into that peace current I talked about. This is the time for that. This is the time to, um, to really be that grounding force in the world around us that can help hold that field of coherence as so much is rearranging and dismantling and changing around us. That's what the job, the role of many of us is. Uh, I also will say that the Aquarian energy at play and the Saturn-square Uranus energy is also very much about this movement we're moving we're going into of being more about the collective and really the balance of asking as I step into my sovereignty as I claim more of my personal power and authority how then can I and as I am more masterfully using my resources you know I'll just say for myself and I think many of us listening many of us have been in training around manifestation around where it is that resource actually comes from it's not from the government it's not from anywhere else it's from source and so many of us have had experiences which feel magical of being able to manifest things of knowing you know I'll say in my practice I always know that if my energy is lined up right that I will you know then then resources come to me that's just how it works so, for many of us who have been privileged to to know these things and experience these things, it's it's also time for us to bring our resource, bring our wisdom and our capacity to generate uh, magic and resources, and to support those who are on the ground, um, bringing in the new frequency at the um, the on the on the world stage. You know, on the in the front lines. That's my feeling about it. And the question is, how do we do that and then also maintain center? And I'll I'll say for myself, this feels very Plutonic. Um, I'm going to be talking more and more about this in the weeks to come, but I am beginning to initiate a project that has been absolutely just, it is from my my deepest core. And it, it came from a vision that came to me two years ago in the heart of my own healing journey. And I'll be talking about this more in the weeks and months to come, but it's called Sisters North and South. And um, it involves creating systems of allyship for indigenous women on the ground. And it I have to tell you, it terrifies me. It terrifies me because of my own history and my past as more of an activist. It terrifies me because I am quite aware of my own tendency sometimes to you know, if I link to a cause or an issue that is much larger than myself and I'm not aware of what I'm doing, I can take on energies into my body that that can be um, not good. So I'm aware of that. I'm also aware that this is one of those opportunities where it's for me to ask for support from the universe in building my capacity to to um, more gracefully flow with the universe to um, to really kind of up my game when it comes to my own ways of managing my time and my energy and um, being more attuned to my intuition so I know when it's time to rest and when it's time to move forward and most of all what I recognize is it has to do with learning to be more in the present moment and just taking action the next step and the next step and the next step rather than getting caught in anxiety and and fear (laughs) even though part of that as well is learning to um, actually be with my fear and turn towards it sometimes even as I um, it it means here's what I want to say just because we're afraid of something doesn't mean necessarily that we shouldn't um, be in a relationship with that thing. it doesn't necessarily mean go far away yes, sometimes it does. sometimes though when there's a fear it it's because you're getting very close to something that's incredibly important you're getting very close to something that is actually a source of aliveness and renewal for you. and so you know we are we are playing high stakes actually in this lifetime and it's such a paradox because. In a lot of ways, we're being invited to let go of our seriousness. We're being invited to let go of our attachment um, to things being the way we think they need to be. Um, in, in many ways, we're we're really being forced to, to die an ego death, and that's really uncomfortable. Um, but on the other side of that, it's also for us to be willing to Um, do what most deeply moves us and there's often rawness there there's often fear there you know in our core work we've come to do there's often um, that this is what can um, cast a very long shadow so I'm just going to I think I'm going to complete there because this feels like enough and there's just so much moving forward and I just want to send so much love and and um, encouragement to each one of you to, to to know that that despite what it looks like on the outside, again there is that current of peace, and also to understand that it is, it may seem paradoxical, but it's an incredibly powerful act to to turn inward at this time and to become more and more adept and skillful it's knowing when to stop and knowing when to be still and knowing when to listen there's so much available right now for us to do that and when we do that and we continue to do that and we continue to commit to being in the moment and acting from this present moment of power then what we're capable of is um and I don't, I say not just ourselves, because in some ways, it's time for us to remember we're actually quite small. <laughs> we, we don't need to shoulder the world. No single one of us needs to shoulder the world alone. It's time to let go of that fallacy. And it's really time to understand simply, what am I being called to do? And it might be something very small, and it's going to be many very small things. And just it has to do with turning our attention to those small things and doing them one after another after another. But it has also to do with how can I do this alongside others? And how can this be something that can be joyful? Um, So but this is a time and I hear this everywhere I see this with the astrology. From now through March, it really is a good time for those of us who have the capacity and tools and who are not on the front lines to, to really go deep to Um, Take time to continue to incubate and gestate. And the time for more action out there may be a bit later. It doesn't mean we're not doing anything. We are building, strengthening. We are gestating. We are dreaming. We are perhaps also taking, most likely taking action day by day by day. Um, But there's also that undercurrent of peace and of calm that we're being asked to anchor in the world because it needs us now to do that. So I'm just sending so much love and I hope you have a beautiful Capricorn new moon and that you feel the aliveness and the wildness and the beauty and the renewal that is on the other, is the other dimension of this, the Pluto mysteries. All right, have a beautiful next couple of weeks.